On this final show of the week, we'll talk about Anthony Macri needing a break from racing and if mental health concerns could change the sport. We'll also get into Dave Blaney's science experiment sprint car and what to watch this weekend. Let's go. It's Thursday, August 31st. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Over in the Dirt Tracker merch shop this week, folks living in the U.S. can take advantage of free shipping for any order of $20 or more. That means shirts and hats uh, ship free. Also, any sticker orders ship free because I can just throw those in the mail with a stamp on it. So I always just send those free anyway. Looking ahead, I've got multiple new hat designs coming in the next few weeks, including a fresh round of some trucker hats. I'm also curious if you guys are down for maybe a round of Dirt Tracker hoodies. I wear hoodies all the time uh, uh, in the uh, Palatial Dirt Tracker studios here. It gets a little chilly in the morning, so I always have a hoodie on while I'm working on the shows. Uh, hopefully, uh, in the coming weeks, too, things start to cool down a little bit at the racetrack. Maybe we won't uh, be sweating our guts out every time we go outside. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, you can pick up some merch over at shop.dirttracker.com. On yesterday's show, we got into the plans for the Macri Motorsports 39M in the coming weeks that include more races for both, uh, both Lance DeWeese and Justin Sanders. You can check that out uh, for more details about who's going to be racing where. Later in the day yesterday, though, we did hear from Anthony Macri about the whole situation through a statement he put out via his Facebook account. I'm not going to read it all here. It's uh, pretty lengthy, but you can find it a lot of places online, including on the Dirt Tracker uh, Twitter account. I did share it yesterday. The kind of TLDR of the statement is that Macri says he stepped away from the team because he needed a break. He referenced the recent situation and statement from Jacob Allen, talked about working six days a week on the car and racing 90 times a season and not getting vacations and time away from racing. Something I think a lot of people can relate to, whether you're in motorsports or not. And, you know, as mental health becomes more and more into the spotlight, it's important that drivers and team members keep themselves in a good place. Uh, these seasons are a grind. As somebody who worked in motorsports myself for a really long time and, you know, used to work 100 races a year, I understand what that feels like. Macri's statement yesterday, though, was a significant departure from his comments following the split from the family team in advance of the Eldora Million and Kings Royal weekend. Back in July, he told Jeremy Elliott that he and the team had a, quote, falling out and couldn't come to an agreement about things going forward. Maybe that was about Macri wanting time off, but there was no mention then about burnout or needing a break. And Macri was right back in a car the following Tuesday at Lernerville filling in for Tyler Courtney in the NOS 7BC. That was after Courtney's Eldora injury. So I'm not sure how all of this fits together. I have had questions about what I think this means for the future of the sport as a whole, and I don't honestly think it will change much. Teams like the Macri 39M, which are pick and choose anyway, can race or not race whenever they want. I've seen this from guys like Brent Marks already. They're not bound to a series, so they can take those weekends off if they need some time to regroup. As for uh, big-time series racing, there will always be some who want to chase those championships and race as much as possible. If the Outlaws or All-Stars you know, scaled back dates, guys would just find other ways to get on the racetrack, and High Limit is proof of that. Several of the Outlaw full-timers wanted to run both the full slate of normal Outlaw races plus the 11 High Limit shows, and that you know they would have done that had it not been for all of the race restrictions. In 2022, there were north of 20 sprint car teams, I think I counted 24, 25 sprint car teams, that ran at least 70 races, with Justin Peck leading the way with the Book Motorsports team at 99. There are only 52 weeks in a year, but really, the racing season is much less than that because there aren't races in December and January. So most teams and most of those 24, 25 teams are averaging multiple races per week. Obviously, though, the more you race, the more you can win and the more opportunities there are for your sponsors and for merch sales. So the more racing, the more money you make. 
But if a guy like Macri wants to scale back to 50 races a year, I don't think anyone would even bat an eye about it. Do whatever works for you in your own situation. I think everybody would be absolutely cool with that. Uh, last night at Sharon Speedway, Dave Blaney won an entertaining 410 sprint car feature over his brother Dale and Brandon Spithaller. Matt Williamson actually traveled in and took down the big block modified win. I got tagged in a few tweets about Dave's car and the odd configuration they have with it. I don't know specifically how it works, so the details I have not asked. Uh, but it has not uh, been uncommon over the years for Blaney to have very different looking sprint cars, especially when you start kind of peeking around and looking up close at them. And, you know, we've seen oddly mounted wings. We've seen different suspension setups. And I know that both Matt Weaver and Kyle McFadden ex uh, expressed interest yesterday in possibly writing stories on it in the future. I remember back to even when Dave was driving the Modder 71, them coming to a Charlotte, uh, coming to Charlotte for a test and trying out some different stuff there. I think it's actually kind of refreshing uh, in a time when every car basically looks the same and parts can be gotten off the shelf for someone to be coloring outside the lines a little bit. Looking ahead to the weekend, there is no lack of racing to get into in the coming days. The Road of Outlaws Sprint Cars begin at the West Coast Swing with the Skagit Nationals out there in Washington. Brad Sweet will try and extend his championship advantage over Carson Macedo and David Gravel, and we'll see if any of the locals can rise up against the Outlaw regulars and some of the travelers that are coming. I'm excited to see what Tanner Holmes can do uh, in the shark car as well on some tracks that he knows very well. Lucas Lay models are at Portsmouth and Tyler County Saturday and Sunday. 15 grand to win Saturday, $30,000 on the line Sunday. Hudson O'Neill is coming off the big Port Royal victory from last weekend. That was his first Lucas win in nearly two months. That final chase spot also remains the battle to watch uh, with Overton in and uh, Tim McCready and Devin Moran out right now. Moran's a little further back. McCready, I think I saw, was 45 points out. So these positions are going to kind of continue to move and shift here in the coming weeks as we get closer to the end of the season. At Attica on Friday and Saturday, Zeb Wise and Tyler Courtney are bringing their All-Star Championship fight to Ohio. Courtney and the 7BC are on top right now in the owner standings. Uh, Zeb is in front in the driver standings. Uh, they uh, are only like, I think, eight points back, though, in the owner standings. That Rudine 26 and Zeb, though, have been very good as of late. They'll obviously have to battle each other, plus all of the Ohio, uh, Ohio regulars coming in for those two nights. One ride note here, Kyle, uh, Carl Bowser tweeted yesterday, he'll be in the McCandless 29 for the rest of the All-Star schedule. That sounds like Cy Lynch is planning on finishing the year in his own 42 machine. Up north, the Word of Outlaws late models have weekend stops at Mississippi Thunder and Deer Creek. Bobby Pierce remains very much in control of the Outlaw Championship with Chris Madden and Brandon Shepard in tow. Shepard was the beneficiary of a Pierce flat tire last weekend at Davenport. He bagged his first outlaw win of 2023. We'll see if he can uh, make a run at Pierce or if Madden can use that new Longhorn chassis to his benefit. In non-wing action, the Silver Crown Series is at DuCoin for the Ted Horn 100. Logan CV, Cody Swanson locked in a tight one for that championship. Also, the Extreme Outlaw Midgets have two races, one at Paragon and the other at Angel Park. Jade Abedissian is trying to close the gap down to Cannon McIntosh for that title as well. Other races to check out this weekend include the ASCS National Tour there at Arrowhead and Longdale. Super Dirt Car Series is at Lebanon Valley on Saturday, and the Short Track Super Series is at Utica Rome on Sunday. Both of those shows pay really well, so if you're a Northeast Modified fan, you got some racing coming up this weekend as well. Uh, drop me a comment. Let me know what your dirt racing plans are for the weekend, where you're headed, what you'll be watching on the streaming services if you want to throw in any wind picks as well. That's it for the show this week. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. As usual, I hope you guys enjoy the dirt racing weekend. We'll see you right back here on Sunday. 